This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly, your source for college hockey in the desert southwest. Part of the Ice Time Hockey SW. Welcome in, hockey fans in the desert southwest, all over the country, all over the world, all over Long Island, and all over Scottsdale, Arizona. Which, by the way, Paul, we got about three inches of rain last night, which is uh, more than our yearly total. We took it all in one night. So, right. welcome to the desert southwest and the and the uh, condensation at Oceanside Ice Arena. How are you, Paul Hornstein? I'm good. The the part that you got me with is the hail. Like, oh, we got hail. At, yeah, we at did. 67 degrees. That's <laughs> yeah. like well, that was blowing my mind. It, it was colder above that, I can guarantee you that, because they got snow up at Flagstaff on the snow bowl, so that storm front was cooler than, than we expected, I think. But I guess. Yeah, that's all good. Half. The sun, sunshine. <laughs> yeah, what a good, oh, it was actually a pretty couple of pretty nice days here, too. Uh, I think we almost hit 90 yesterday, so. Um, all right. So podcast number two, that includes the powers play. Okay. As I said, I like to keep interjecting stuff, so we're going to interject our player profile, which will be online on our website, icetimehockeysw.com as well. This week's player profile, the old man, I call him, uh, Tyler Bush coming in uh, as a, one of the captains of this team is going to sit down with us for about five minutes and talk to us a little bit about the past, the present, and where they're headed right now in the future. So looking forward to having Tyler on with us. We'll have Coach Powers, as always, for the five-minute Powers play. This is week two of the 2019-20 season. But before we get into all that, let's get into Paul Hornstein and see what he's up to. What, what's been happening? Uh, well, I'm trying to get ready for the season just like you are. I mean, uh, trying to, you know, this is the time of the year where all the preseason selections come out in terms of yeah. all conference and coaches' polls and media polls, who's going to finish first in the where in the conferences um i think i've seen everything but uh atlantic hockey and um i I don't think there's a whole lot of surprises uh for example the wcha preseason all-conference team um i guess they must have merged uh western michigan oh no western michigan's the nchc minnesota state has got like four guys on it the NCHC was all um, Duluth and Western Michigan. Western, right. So, I mean, uh, maybe they only have two teams in that conference now. I don't know. but uh, <laughs> So that's all the stuff that's coming out now. Um, we haven't seen any of the top 20 polls other than, one, than the one we discussed a couple of, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, we'll leave that in the couple of weeks ago part i don't even yeah, credence anymore um, it is what it but is. i mean you get the point uh, so we're just so in this next week a lot of that stuff is going to break um I, I maybe they did come out with the uh preseason coaches poll for atlantic hockey um i may I, I could be but i didn't see like a team or a media pick or whatever and i i think uh, aic is going to be a heavy favorite in that conference this year but um you know so we're just—I just kind of check in every day to see what comes out and see what comes out. Uh, I hear you. All just right, trying to get ready for the season for ourselves here. Yeah, and exactly. And Coach Powers today, as you'll hear in the Powers play, was telling me that he's about ready to go too. This—he's uh, not happy with the uh, the way college hockey goes and allows him to spend four hours a week with the players on the ice up until their first game. He's going like, well, you know, he said if we hadn't been in in. Uh, 
China and had a chance to work with them on some stuff. He said, we'd have really been cramming here to try to get everything in. But as it is, now he's getting a chance to work some specialty teams and different things and skill development. Let me tell you, I told you this last week. I'll tell you again. The skill development on this team is incredible. I mean, they are into stuff that I, I normally wouldn't see until until halfway into the year. So I hope that bodes well. Well, uh, not being a rules expert by any stretch of the imagination, the, the four hours a week struck me. Um, and the, the trip to China is going to be a major uh, advantage uh, for them. Uh, I don't think I think I don't think any of the other team or there were maybe one or two teams. I think Wisconsin. Wisconsin uh, went to Canada. Western Canada. Canada. Yeah, went to, went to Vancouver. Um, so and I, I don't think anybody else did. So those two teams might go into the early season with an advantage. Uh, I think Minnesota State plays an exhibition game the same weekend that ASU takes on Mercyhurst. But that's going to be eight or ten. That's going to be eight games into the season for ASU, uh, and and Minnesota State's going to play one exhibition game. Um, yeah. that could turn out to be a major advantage for, or it sh- would be one of the boxes you would check for ASU in breaking down that series, uh, and that could help them get a win in that two-game series that. You know, we'll just keep saying they have they, they need one. So yeah, absolutely. And I think what also I heard today from Tyler Bush was um, there's a lot of talk of one game at a time more than ever. Uh, whatever's in front of you is what you want to do. You don't want to think about anything else. But more importantly, when they talk about the future, they talk about winning at home and how important for the pairwise it is to sweep at home. Well, there were a couple of interesting things that. Uh, that you got responses from in Tyler Bush. And I don't know if you want to save those till just before we go into his segment or not, but uh, it, it really seems, at least in his answer, that they've kind of learned from that uh, layoff experience mm-hmm. that they had last year before the NCAA tournament. And if that's the case, that will help them a lot. Um, I hope they have, Paul, because they're going to have five weeks if they make the tournament this year. Yeah, so, um, and of course, you've had the long layoff from after the games in China. So they, they've had it a couple of times to, to get it right. Um, you'll also hear from, as you mentioned, Coach talks about working on some things with special teams. Uh, my guess is that that's more the penalty kill than the power play, although the power play is going to need work, too, if they are going to be successful this year. They're going to need uh, the power play to be more consistent, not necessarily in terms of uh, percentage, because they had a pretty decent percentage last year. What they didn't have was the consistency. So hopefully they'll have that this year. Um, And they have to replace two key penalty killers. They have to replace Dylan Holman, and they have to replace Anthony Croston. They're going off to play in the East Coast Hockey League. I'm sorry, the ECHL. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Very good. Uh, sorry. You've been practicing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's going to be the. I'm never not going to call it the East Coast Hockey League. They should just get it over with and get over it. I know they have teams on the West Coast. It's like the American Hockey League has a Western division, a whole routine. But either way, um, 
Um, so they're going to have to replace those two guys on the, and those were their number one penalty killing pair. Yeah, uh, they still have Steve Pashnik and Dominic Garcia coming back, who will probably move up that slot. But you know those who were else? Two one guy. You know who else is going to jump in that? Uh, I'm going to tell you right now. My guess is going to be Tyler Bush and Phil Bunces. So you're going to okay, have your top four have penalty to killers. That out. Yeah, yeah, you're going to have Phil Bunces, Tyler Bush. Steen Pashnik and Dominic Garcia as your your main killers, I think, up front anyway. Okay, I mean that wouldn't be a surprise, but until you see it, yep, you don't know how that's going to work out. And, and um, until they do it, you don't know how it's going to work out. <laughs> right. I mean, last year penalty kill was really really good. Um, it was. Holman and Croston uh, really worked well together. Uh, Steen Pashnik and Dominic Garcia worked really well together. And I'm not worried about those two, obviously. But until you see somebody do it, you 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 have to wait and see because uh, if if you don't have that second set of penalty killers, you're in big trouble. Yep, for sure. The, the the margins of error are that razor thin now in college hockey, where you need that second that second pair. Absolutely. Well, a lot of stuff to get into with Coach Powers. Let's uh, let's take a quick break. Let's bring in Coach Powers, and then you and I will hash over what he said, and then we'll take another break, and we'll jump in and get Tyler Bush, our first Sun Devil player profile with us at College Hockey Southwest Weekly. We will be right back. All right, welcome in, Sun Devil hockey fans. The second Powers play of the season. Coach Greg Powers is with me. So, Coach, you were a huge success on the podcast last week. Everybody was listening in to hear what you had to say. So congratulations on that and making us a success. That's, that's, uh, that's news <laughs> to me. I appreciate it. All right. Let's, uh, let's get all joking aside and talk hockey seriously here. Uh, we're getting closer, right? 11 days and counting till we, uh, till we hit the ice. So what's, uh, what are things looking like on the ice? Is business as usual? Really, no change. Um, we, this week, we're, we're I mean, we're limited still in practice hours. That's kind of the crazy thing about college hockey is that we only have our guys for four hours a week on the ice until the day of the game. Right. And then that on October fifth is the first day of competition, uh, and we play on that day. So Mercyhurst under the exact same rules. And um, again, we were lucky enough to get a lot of stuff knocked out before uh, China and then playing those five games. So. It's just all, a lot of skill development, you know, and a lot of special teams. And uh, next week, we'll, we'll we change our approach to where we're going to do a more of a game prep approach uh, Tuesday to Friday, and an hour a day. And, and then Saturday, we'll be ready to go. Our guys, I know, are, are, are chomping at the bit and, and ready to go, and they wish we play tomorrow. You know, I know that you know your guys pretty well, but and you probably come up with some game plans in your head, but your goaltenders, uh, I saw Evan today, and I also saw Max today, and they both look really, really sharp for this early in the season. Your thoughts on your goaltenders? Again, every day, all three of them look look really good. And there, there's days where, where Robbins looks better than, than both of them. You know, I mean, it, it's they all bring something different to the table. And, and uh, you know, it, it's we, we, have, we have options, and options are good. We talk about health, right? We got a couple of guys that are still nursing back, or is everybody back on the ice right now? Everybody's healthy. You know, the, the only person not healthy is, is Jax Murray. He's probably out for about another month or so. Um, he had off-season surgery, and, and uh, so we knew before, you know, he, he showed up this summer it was going to be a little bit. So he's, he's, but he's looking good. He's out there, and he's in non-contact stuff. His, his legs look good. His, he looks really good. So he's going to be a huge 
addition when he becomes healthy and I'm sure a breath of fresh air, you know, a month into the season. So right now he's it, you know, we're, we're, we're preparing obviously to play our opener without Jacob Wilson. He's got to serve the second game of the suspension. So he's out for the home opener um, and we'll miss him. But we have uh, a couple capable guys that are battling it out right now to, to, to take that spot in that game. And that's really the only unknown that we have other than who's going to start net. Are you uh, fairly comfortable with your line combinations right now, or do you think they're going to switch up a little bit? No, I'm really comfortable with them. I think, you know, I mean, you know, obviously you reserve the right to change anything. But, right. uh, <laughs> uh, you know, the luxury we had going through five games and mixing some things up and finding different combinations, and then the amount of scrimmages that we've been able to do and different, uh, you know, practices, we think we found some pretty good combos, and we're pretty comfortable with what we have. Talk just a little bit about the freshmen that are joining this group. Not only the freshmen, but the transfers. And we talked a little, bit, a little bit about it last week, but tell me a little bit more about how important these guys are to step in and fill their role. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, having two guys like 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 Willie Neerham and James Sanchez, they're veteran guys, they're older guys. They've been with two great programs, went back, had great USHL years. And they're hungry. They're really hungry. Um, you know, so so having two kind of new new bodies and new blood, and it's a little bit of fresh breath of fresh air, and in every way, um, guys that are ready made to, to contribute right away. They're not freshmen. It's it's huge, you know, and, and uh, those two have exceeded expectations, and I know they're excited to get going. And then the freshmen, the two guys on D, again, we're just so excited about. They're 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 exceptionally polished for for being freshmen and young freshmen at that. Both 2,000 birth years, and um, they really round out our decor. And, and, and Logan Genuine up front, he's uh, he's been he's been really good. He's gotten better every day. He's, his body has improved since the day he's gotten here. He's more powerful. He's more explosive. He's moving the puck uh, like a college player now. And, and he's he's a kid I think that um, immediately is going to have to be. Uh, on other teams' radars, he's going to be capable of scoring at a pretty pretty high clip right away. You know, I watched a couple of drills today, and your forwards are going against goaltenders two on L, and and it looked like the goaltenders were uh, were stepping up and taking a little pride in it. You being a former goaltender, how important is that to uh, to show their stuff, if you will, in practice against these guys? It's I mean, it's, it's everything. I mean, you, you, all you want out of your goalie is just a guy that's going to compete on every shot. You know, it doesn't matter. Uh, if you compete on every single shot, then generally you're going to develop into a goalie that just makes the saves that they're supposed to make, and that's what we want out of our goalie. That's what Joey became so good at. Was he? he you know, his first two years, he was more focused on making the saves that he shouldn't make, and when you do that, you let in some some softies, and, th and that's what can deflate a bench. But if you just make the saves that you're supposed to make, and you compete on every shot, you will. Um, that's when you give your team just sense of a sense of calm where they can play their game and be comfortable in front of you um, and, and just play and that's what I think that, that all three of our guys uh, that we have here now are, are, are very mentally sharp that way and um, again we, we believe we can win with any of them all right I'd be remiss if I didn't touch on it before the season starts and then I'm gonna leave it alone all season long but any word on the arena any updates as to what's happening at this point or are we still status quo and just waiting for shovels. There's a lot of updates, but I can't tell you what they are. <laughs> I'll be looking forward to hear that. Hopefully something exciting down the road. I know that everybody behind the scenes is working very hard at it. So we'll leave that one to go. Let's uh, let's talk about what you know about Mercyhurst uh, in just a general sense. Well, I mean, Coach Gotkin, 
he's the longest standing coach at any Division One program, and he's been there over thirty years. He he's experienced. There's nothing he hasn't seen. He's an unbelievable guy, great human being. Excited to have him in and and play against them for the first time. And they're 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 a team that that um, if you look at their you know uh, last couple of years, you know they go out of conference and play big schools and they compete. I mean, they went into Wisconsin a couple of years ago, and I think they split with them. Um, or they at least tied him. I know that and played him really close the other game. So I mean, it's 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 the opening opening weekend. Everybody's excited to play. Good. And, um, and if you take a night off, you're going to pay for it. So um, we know they'll be ready. They have all the experience and and uh, uh, and, and pedigree that, that that any team needs. And so we're excited to have them in. All right, final question for you. It's a big weekend for your ACHA club this past weekend. Yeah. We talked a little bit about what it was like for those. Uh, Last year, you said, or last week, you told me a little bit about how you depleted the, the program, and Kate came in and took it over. And no. he brought 120 plus guys in for tryouts this year. He picked a pretty good roster. I, I saw them both games. I thought they were very good. So, your your thoughts on ACHA before we wrap things up? I'm excited for him. I'm actually going to go talk to those guys today, um, and excited to, to, to talk to them and, and go into the room and give them a, a, a history lesson on the U of A rivalry, if you will. Um, but they, they have a good team. They have a good team. There's absolutely no reason why they can't be in the national tournament again this year. I think they have the, the talent to get there, but they have to understand that, that that's not going to take them there. You right. know, it's gonna, what's going to take them there is, is their character and what they do off the ice and how they, they, they continue to gel together. But um, really proud of Tate. He's done a tremendous job. He's stuck with it. it. It hasn't been easy. He's essentially with our NCAA program built an ACHA program back up from from really ground zero, and he's done a tremendous job. And um, you know, the, the, we, I really fought. I actually watched the game online. I was in Denver with my daughter's team over the weekend. I watched the Friday win, and they looked good. They looked like the better team to me. And UNLV's got a good team. Saturday obviously went uh, UNLV's way, but that's going to be, I think, a rivalry that um, develops itself as well. You know, as these guys continue to grow and get better. So really excited for them and and. Uh, uh, have my fingers crossed that they can do it again this weekend. All right, Coach. It's uh, it's a big rivalry week for them. It's still 11 days away till you guys hit the ice. I can tell by by everybody's anticipation they're looking forward to it. Yep, we are. Pre-game like a pro, post-game like a champion at College Bar and Grill. Located across the street from the iconic A Mountain and Sun Devil Stadium and a quick walk from Wells Fargo Arena, College Bar and Grill is your home for the best local craft beer, delicious creative cocktails, tasty food, and Tempe's best atmosphere for Arizona State Athletics. College Bar and Grill. Pre-game like a pro, post-game like a champion. Online at ilovecollege.co. We're back, Paul Hornstein. You had a chance to listen to Coach Powers today on the second installment of the Five Minute Powers play. Your thoughts? Um, well, as he mentioned, special teams. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Uh, last year, they went a lot of four forwards on the power play. I'm not a fan of that. Uh, whether they do that or not this year obviously remains to be seen. Um, uh, personally, uh, I like two defensemen to do that. Uh, I think Josh Maniscalco has enough experience now and is a better offensive player than gets credit for. And I'd rather, at least at the beginning, see him stay out there with his partner, Brinson Pashnuk, 
to 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 work the power play because I understand you have the man advantage. I don't like not playing defense. That's just my own personal thing. Fords, as skilled as they are, there's a reason why they're not defensemen. It's just yeah. not their game. Okay. Um, so personally, I don't like to. Def- I don't like having four forwards out there. Um, I don't like when they do it in the NHL. I don't like. I don't like it when I see them do it in, in the college game. But uh, I don't get paid to make those decisions. So um, you don't. Get, hold on a minute. You don't get paid. Period. Wait. What? <laughs> wait. I mean, I'm not getting a check. Oh, what did I, I say check that? I was promised. Did, did I say that out loud? <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going on strike. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let's get that. No, don't even. No, no, no. Don't even go down that road. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's, um, let's get back to my. Here's my observations from what I heard from Coach Powers today, and you, and then you comment on them if you will. Uh, you asked me about a couple of things. I asked him about both of those things. I said, number one, how are we doing health wise? He said everybody's back practicing except Jax Murray, who had okay. off-season sh- surgery. They know that he wouldn't be back until maybe a month into the season. Right. What he keeps saying on Jax is he's going to be a breath of fresh air in a month when we need some somebody we can stick in there that, that's hungry still. Okay, so that was one. Number two is he did not say a word about the arena except a smile and that there's a lot going on, and he could, couldn't tell me anything at this point. Okay, well, we're used to that. Put the arena behind. Let's talk talk about hockey. And then thirdly, uh, the one thing that I asked him about was about his freshmen and his guys coming in. I asked him to elaborate a little bit on them. And uh, he really thinks that his his two guys, Sanchez and Niram, that are coming in after already playing a year in college hockey, going back to the USHL and coming back, he thinks that they're not only hungry, but he feels like, and he thinks they feel like, they are in the right situation right now. Okay, so let's start with the injuries. Your man Max Balanson is back on the ice. Got to well, make you smile because because um, he's going to uh, be in a tough spot here. Uh, they've got one spot open for the first game, and that's a, and and right now that's it. And yeah. I honestly, uh, I'm not sure who they're going to play in there. My my guess would be. Max balancing, but I mean, it could be Vito. I, I, I would assume that Vito, it could probably, it'll probably, um, maybe I'll learn how to speak one of these days. It's probably going to be Vito Janssen's playing Vito with Jared Janssen. Gurley, um, because we know it's going to be Pashnik and Maniscalco, and I think he's going to keep Semik and Judson uh, as a pair. Yes. Um, so that leaves one spot open for one game. And I don't even know if that spot's open. Coach can say uh, he's flip-flopping and moving. I-, I would be stunned if it's not Vito Janssen's, um, unless something happens between now and next week. Um, this is, uh, you know, the, 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 other, the other guys are leaving some of these guys behind. Uh, I don't know if they're looking at Connor Stewart, and I don't think that he would play over balance in any way right now with the depth they have on defense. So, um, and those three guys might not play much once Wilson comes back on Sunday for that game too. Yeah, right. Um, you know, and, and Janssen's is a guy that played almost every game. 
Yeah, absolutely. So unless there's an injury? Well, that's, I, that's, that's the thing. If there is an injury, and we knock on wood as we say that, that no, no, if there happens that. to be a, an injury, what the nice part of it is you know that you have the guys to back it up, right? You know that you got the guys that are going to be able to step in and fill those roles. So you're not taking a big drop off. So I think that's a positive part of it. Uh, when we talk about injuries, so I, I got to throw another shout out to uh, Leanne Blinn because what she's done with these guys is phenomenal. They are so physically in shape and ready to go. Uh, I, I'll tell you a little joke today. I was sitting in my in my little hole at uh, Studio Three, I call it Oceanside Ice Arena. As I was waiting to uh, to get Coach Powers and Tyler Bush, in came Johnny Walker, and he plopped down next to me. He goes, "Am I am I your next?" And I said. You're always my next Johnny, but today, no, not today. <laughs> and and I said, hey, by the way, bigger, stronger, faster. You look good. And he kind of chuckled at me, and then he said, you sure you're talking about me? And I said, yeah, I am. I said, and by the way, I also got you on our first slow-mo cam of the year. And he goes, no, 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 that could have been slow-mo. That was just my feet moving. <laughs> so yeah, Johnny regular being Johnny, speed, right? nothing's, yeah. nothing's changed. So, um, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what they what actually they can they can do and as, as you sit here and look at it there aren't a lot of spots open up front either no, no. They, they don't have a lot of spots open up front um they're probably going to keep Naram sanchez and genuine together like they had him over the last three games over in china um you know they're gonna have um you know they'll have guys in the we we are pretty sure that morocco is going to play and sandu's going to play and Right now, it looks like Johnny Walker is going to play with Demetrius Kumanzis. It's just a matter of who the third guy is going to be uh, in those pairings. Um, but well, you still got Bushy and you still got Bushy and Gruber to fit well, in. Well, yeah, so I long. understand it, but my point is, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of spots there either. No, and that's and, the other interesting thing. I asked Coach today about that. I said, "You you kind of have your idea," and he goes, "Absolutely." And he said, "I know who I'm going to put together at least in, until they fail." So he's he's already got his lineup ready. He's just going to wait and see what they do on the ice. And if they start to uh, need to be mixed up, he'll mix them up as early as the first period, I'm guessing. And, and so you're talking about now that extra player, the 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 yeah. the, the extra non And who's that going to be? Are you going to dress an extra defenseman? Are you going to dress uh, an, an extra forward? And who's it going to be? Are you going to rotate that? Are you going to play the same guy? in that extra spot, uh, you know, that 19th spot, um, what are you going to do? I, I, there's yeah, just, I, I think it's going to, I think he's going to adjust it by, uh, by game and team. You know, if he thinks he needs an extra D for a particular team, he'll bring an extra D up. If he thinks he needs an extra forward, he'll bring a forward up. So, I mean, clearly with Mercyhurst, he's going to have to deal with, uh, defenseman because of Jacob right. Wilson's suspension, but right. yeah, I, I think that's what's going to happen. To be honest with you, but but after that, and that's an I don't want to. That was a you know a, a hole that was created uh, by circumstance. That's not normally going to be there. That's like a no. comet that flies by and you don't see it again for seventy five years. Um, there's not a lot of spots open on the, uh, that I can see, Scott, uh, outside of the goalie. And, you know, people seem to have their opinions on that, too. Um, coach. Let me give you, we, let me give you my coach, opinion. Coach, we love you. But 
you're yeah, we understand coach speak and mm. just to let you know that like you said, we love you, but we know there's a packing order. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> nice work. Well well done there. Okay. So I my prediction is we're gonna see the guy take the reins is uh a goaltender from Andover, Massachusetts. Can I say that? Just another Wait, goaltender he, from he, Andover, he, Massachusetts. Did he regain his amateur? Did Joey Decord regain his amateur status? <laughs> no. This one's no? name is this one is known as the Prodzilla, Max Prodzinski. All right, Prodzik, Prodzik. Let me get it right. Let me, let me say something. Uh, we knew he was a big boy. Um, He's I don't got know my picture today, Dan. Was that you that posted it? I don't know if you that did it me. or they did it. No, that was me. Holy smokes! I know he was on skates. But he looked like he was double the size of the two guys he was standing next to. I don't know. It was it was funny today because I was kind of listening into that conversation of the two Cronkite students that were were talking with him, and and I was kind of overhearing what he was saying. And one of the things that I heard him say was, uh, Coach Powers recruiting him promised him nothing more than a, a fair opportunity. And I kind of thought when he said a fair opportunity, I kind of thought that that made him been a little bit of a jab at BU in the fact that he didn't maybe get as fair of opportunity as he thought he deserved there because he uh, and I'm putting words in his mouth obviously but yeah because it, Jake Otten, he, he was a top 10 pick he could do yeah but let me tell you he's happy to be a Sun Devil no doubt about it and he shows it every day on the ice not nothing to take away from Evan DeBrower because no. I think Evan's going to really battle but um, when I just look out the ice right now my my eyes tell me that that Max is the guy. So we'll see what happens as we get down the road. I know coach says he's got three goaltenders and he'll use, he won't be afraid to use them at any time. So, okay, coach, let's go with that. Listen, I like all right. said, we all understand coach speak. We're, 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 <laughs> you know, he knows it, you know it, I know it. You've been around enough coaches over the years. I've been around enough coaches over the years. Um, regardless of whether or not, uh, it was at the NCAA level or anything else. Because personally, uh, when I've coached the various teams that I've coached, I'm like, can we not worry about tomorrow? Can we just worry about today? Uh, because I'd have, I'd have my students say, hey, uh, who's going to do this tomorrow? Let me get through today first. What are you talking Tomorrow? What are you talking about? <laughs> All right. So that's enough on coach for now. Let's take a quick break. Let's uh, bring in our first player profile, our Sun Devil player profile, and Tyler Bush, senior captain. I commented to, to Tyler when he came in a couple of things. I said, um, you're a winner this summer. And uh, he kind of smirked at me and said, yeah. And then I said, you know what else? Uh, you're a senior now. Boy, that time went by quick. And he said, absolutely, it did. So let's, uh, let's jump in with uh, Tyler Bush and let him tell everybody exactly what's going to happen to Sun Devil Hockey this upcoming season. We'll be right back with Tyler Bush. All right, welcome in, Sun Devil Hockey fans, the College Hockey Southwest Weekly. I've got one of the captains with me, got Tyler Bush with me. Tyler, I joked with you when you came in here, I said it's finally uh, senior year, isn't it? Yeah, I know, it's gone by fast, and uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy that I'm already in my fourth year, but looking forward to uh, making it the best one. Okay, so when you think back to year one and what you had to go through and endure the first couple of years mm -hmm. as the program was growing, I'm sure you knew that coming in, but 
What's it been like? Give me a little recap of what the last three and a half years have been like for you. Yeah, it's been uh, kind of a roller coaster so far. Um, like you said, I knew coming in that um, there was going to be some lumps, and um, you know we, we struggled a bit for, through the first two years, but um, you know I think we've gotten to a point where we're competitive every night, and we showed that last year, and I think we're going to take another big step this year. And uh, it's been really cool just to be a part of it all and, and see how it all has unfolded. So. Uh, like I said, just looking forward to taking another step this year and um, getting off on the right foot. A lot of people doubted that you guys could get to a national tournament last year, and you did. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you look back on that experience, what will you draw from that heading into this year? Uh, well, there, there was a lot of uh, you know things we could take away from last year, even the tournament. Um, you know, we, we thought we prepared the right way, but I think you know we kind of came out flat in that game, and um, by the time we kind of got our legs, it was almost too late and um, you know a couple bounces go the other way we'd we'd be playing the next night but um, I guess that's just the way it goes but um, as far as you know learning from last year just every weekend is competitive and, and you got to play like it's a playoff game because um, you know the way the rankings work you can't afford to, to give up any games especially at home and um, you know I think I think we've uh, done a good job this year of uh, preparing for this year and, and no one wants to come so I think we're ready to go. Before the season starts I joked with you a little bit as well when you came in I said Tyler Bush is winning because Coach Powers told me that Tyler doesn't get to win much during the offseason but you won the Tillman Cup which is your little inner squad tournament during mm -hmm. captain's practices. You go up and you win the softball game with uh, Coach Powers and you win a tournament in China in uh, July right or August yeah. and uh, now it looks like the hat trick's complete. Can we get the fourth one and win a national championship? Is, is this team good enough to win a national championship? Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, I think last year the strength of our team was our depth, and I think we're even deeper this year. So, um, like I said, it's going to be important that we get off to uh, a good start and, and uh, to take another big step this year. It's, it's going to take everyone, and um, I really like our depth this year. We, we got, you know, Four lines that can that can all produce, and, and we got six D back there that are that are solid in any situation. So um, you know, our goaltending has been great so far too. In China, it was really good. So uh, yeah, I, I mean, we we have all the the keys for uh, for a successful team, and I think it's just important just to uh, you know play the right way, and then everything will take care of itself. When we look at your game statistically and you look down the stats, you're pretty consistent, have been since your freshman year. I'm guessing though you want to boost those stats a little bit this year and maybe with the depth that you guys have added, that's a possibility. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's always nice to pitch in offensively. I think, um, yeah, like you said, I've, I've always been consistent. I've never been a guy that's put up a, a ton of points and that's kind of how I've always been. And um, you know, I'm not too worried about that, especially this year. I, I just want to focus on uh, being hard to play against, uh, you know, playing in every situation, being really good on the penalty kill, and, and I think the offense will take care of itself. But, um, like, I really pride myself in playing a 200-foot game, and I think, you know, sometimes that's something that doesn't show up on the stats, but, um, you know, it's, it's really important to, uh, to being a successful team. All right, let's wrap our conversation up by talking schedule. Last year, the schedule that was put in front of you guys was a gauntlet, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you had to go through some of the toughest. I don't want to say this year is easier, but it's a little bit different than last year. You don't have quite as many ranked opponents out there. Is it a different kind of focus this year, or are you guys still focused on one game at a time, whoever's in front of you? Yeah, just exactly one game at a time. Uh, 
you know, you never know at the start of the year, especially, you know, a team can come out of nowhere and surprise people. So um, we got to bring the same, you know, level of intensity every weekend, no matter who we're playing. And uh, I think it's going to start, um, you know, that first weekend, we really got to uh, set the tone early against Mercyhurst. And, and, you know, we take pride in playing at home and, and being tough to play against. So uh, it'll be a good test for us. Tyler Bush, you got a big uh, shoes to fill running that captain chip again this year, but it sounds like everything's in order in the locker room, so best of luck this year. All right, thank you very much. Hey, Michael here from M-Drive. My dad, a world-class scientist, actually made M-Drive for himself to stay active and continue enjoying life. And yes, M-Drive supports healthy testosterone, but it's so much more. M-Drive is the everyday supplement to fuel your drive with more energy and more strength. Listen, we'd love for you to try M-Drive too. Visit mdriveformen.com and we'll give you 20% off your first purchase. Just type in the code DRIVE at checkout. Refind your prime with M-Drive. All right, we're back. Paul Hornstein, you had a chance to listen to the captain, one of the captains, Tyler Bush. Um, the old man now, because he's a senior on this roster. Um, what do you I'm think? trying to think of what, how many what? seniors they have. I don't think they have a lot. Not a lot of juniors. There's, there's some. There's some. There's a bunch of juniors. There's, we'll we'll count the senior class up in a little bit, but let's let's go on with uh, with Tyler. Give him his uh, due. What did you think of Tyler Bush? Well, the the, the one thing I, I noticed, and we've already talked about it, uh, it's it seems like he is going to get the first shot at one of those two empty PK spots, one of those penalty-killing spots. And, uh, I, you know, I think, as I already mentioned, how important that is. Uh, and, you know, it's uh, Tyler seems very much laid back compared to uh, a bunch of the other personalities that I don't want to sit here and say I know, but just what little <laughs> snippets I see here, little snippets <laughs> I see there. Um I uh, don't have too many videos of him dancing around a locker room like you have some other guys. So, um, uh, but he's like I said, he seems much more laid back. Um, well, and he's well, going to have a big role on this team. Two things that I caught from him today on a couple of questions. Number one, as I said, you know, Tyler, when I look at your stats over the first three years, you've been really consistent. Not not mind blowing numbers, but very consistent from your freshman year till right now. And he said, yeah, he said, I pride myself on being consistent. He said, I, I pride myself on being a 200-foot player. And he said, this year, would I like to contribute more offensively? Absolutely. But I would rather be known as a, a guy that is hard to play against. I thought right. that was kind of cool because that's a, a very neat take for him to go out there and say, I want to be a guy that's hard to play against. Well, here's what it comes down to. When you know the end is near – there's yeah. only one thing that matters. Yep. Yep. Okay. There's only one thing. There's no, well, you know, if I don't do it this year, we got next year. No. When you're a senior, you know, and the way sports works now, a lot of seniors don't, a lot of guys that go into the pro ranks don't often get to be seniors. Uh, when you're a senior, you know the end is coming. And yeah, absolutely. He also knows the magic number is 24 because I filled him in on that today. <laughs> really? Because it for, sounded like one to me. But uh, for, for those listening to the podcast, Paul just wrinkled his nose at me and uh, he, he wants to go back to that number one. So 
You know, I know he's a phys ed teacher. I know that. But he can count past one. We know it. I can. <laughs> I don't think my students believe that. But, you know. <laughs> okay. So the other thing that I caught off of Tyler Bush today was the fact that um, he, he realizes that what he's been going through at, at ASU has been a roller coaster. He said that right off the get-go. Sure. It, you know, he came into a tough situation like everybody did two years ago, uh, three years ago. And um, he thinks they're ready to go. I mean, I asked him point blank. I said, can this team win uh, a national championship? I, as he heard, I led into it because I said, Tyler, coach told me you haven't won much here during the offseason. Does you win the uh, – and I said softball. I meant wiffle ball. He won the wiffle ball tournament up in uh, – in Flagstaff like they do every year. He also right. won the uh, Tillman Cup, which is uh, their little inter-squad scrimmage in the uh, captain's t- time. And he also won uh, a tournament in China. So he's got the hat trick. Can he get the fourth? Well, let, let's, let's, let's say this. Um, uh, if the other Andover goalie was still on this roster, would they be a top 10 team? Oh, yes. Yeah. So um, while the other Andover goalie, uh, hi, Joey, um, uh, <laughs> you know, is not here, um, he didn't take the rest of the team with him. No. So he did not. So you're not, you're, the, the cupboard is not bare. And, and Tyler Bush knows this. Um, and like I said, when you get to be a senior, there's only one thing that matters. And it's when you look down at the standings, the column on the left has a lot bigger number than the column on the right. And that is the only thing that matters. Absolutely. And Okay, so can I jump in on that one a little bit? Sure. <laughs> one. One. <laughs> I'm just going to cut you okay. off. One. Yeah, no, I wasn't going to go there. I, I'm yes, you were. That I can't. <laughs> <laughs> the thing with uh, now I'm losing my train of thought here, but um, the thing with this roster is that, uh, and Coach Powers alluded to this too. If I can think of what I was going to say, um, he talked a little bit about this team. You know, not only winning but winning at home. And, and Tyler right. said the same thing. You need to, if you're looking at the pairwise, you need to win games at home. Okay. The other thing that I thought was really important was not just win games at home, but keep everything in front of you, right? Just knock it too high, knock it too low. Just try to play that first game and do what you can. Uh, next week will be fun because we get to actually game plan and hear the coach's game plan for Mercyhurst. He touched on it today a little bit, but not a lot. He just basically threw out his compliments, as coaches will do before the week, to keep the bulletin board material down. But um, it'll be fun because we can talk uh, game plan. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you know, uh, every game is a, is, is, is a present as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I, I make no bones about uh, the, the, the fact that to me and that this is something I never thought I'd see. So <laughs> every, every game to me is, is, is like that big present at the, that you open up at the end of Christmas morning. So... Well, this one, Paul, might be wrapped with a bow and an NCAA national championship. Well, I'll, I'll, right now I'd settle for one that says you're in one of the last 16 teams playing. 
I figured that was coming. All right, let's throw out a couple of housekeeping details uh, with Ice Time Hockey and College Hockey Southwest Weekly. A um, couple of housekeeping things to uh, to throw out there are the fact that we will be doing Hockey Talk. We just confirmed uh, the second, the first Wednesday of every month okay. uh, at College Bar and Grill, our old stomping right. grounds, because the first Wednesday of every month just happens to be right before the biggest weekends for NCAA hockey from now until February. Okay. Uh, the best teams, the biggest teams are coming in, so let's do it from College Bar. I am bringing in my man Andrew Bell to sit in with me. Listen, somebody's uh, got to keep you in line. So uh, Yeah, I know. I know, and you're a little too far away to make it down every Wednesday night. Yeah. Anyway, so Andrew will be sitting in with me on, on Wednesday nights uh, on the first Wednesday night of the month, the second Wednesday right. night of the month where we're going to have fun. That's where we go up with our newest corporate partner, uh, the Ice Den at Scottsdale. We're going to go up there. We're going to shoot for a live audience. So uh, we're going to open up about 25 to 30 seats uh, in their celebrations room. Uh, yeah. We'll announce who the guests are going to be. We're hoping to have some really exciting guests, including some former NHL players and some other big news that I've already told you about, but I'm going to be like Coach Powers, and I cannot tell anybody else. So we'll look forward to that um, coming up. The, the third and fourth Wednesdays of the month, we're going to try to do a little traveling. We're going to try to take the show on the road and see some okay. different places in the desert southwest. So that's the housekeeping. Stay tuned to IcetimeHockeySW.com for all of that. As I said earlier, we brought College Hockey Southwest Weekly with Coach Powers and the 5-Minute Powers play. We also will be interjecting our player profile every week. So you and I will have two guests with us every week to, uh, to talk Sun Devil Hockey. That's good because in this way... We can, it, they can distract people from looking at us. So, <laughs> right. Um, All right. All right. So that's that. Let's talk about sponsors. We've got our regular sponsors of M-Drive. We've got our college bar and grill. We've got OxyPow. But I do want to announce that we have two new ones coming on board with us this, as right, of right this now. This is news to me. We have Behind the Mask. Okay. come on board as a corporate partner. You'll be seeing some of our uh, Behind the Mask um wear coming up some new bauer gear for us to wear so uh that's coming our way so welcome have, you have my address right yeah uh, yeah I think, I, I think i do send I it with a check yeah okay <laughs> and then i also want to throw in the ice tent is coming on board with us again so we do have a couple more coming up i always like to throw out the fact that there's still a few more days left in the month of september you can jump on that 80 percent off uh sponsorship with our uh corporate partnership i should say so that's how it's available you can direct message me at any source you can email me at uh, ithswsales at gmail.com um and we'd love to have more more on board with us as we go uh other than that paul the final thing here is that it's uh it's a little foggy inside the arena so we hope it's going to cool down and get a little less humid outside so that the uh the building is up and going and the final thing to say is that we broke a pane of glass today. PJ Morocco broke a pane of glass and made the boys at Oceanside replace the pane of glass during practice today. So, yeah, listen, it's good. Absolutely. You know, why not? Got to do it, right? Right now, they'll be ragging him about that all year. Yeah, they already are. They're already talking yeah. about he's too strong and flexing too much and all that good yeah. stuff. So, so. Leanne, Leanne Blinn is taking full credit for that, by the way. Okay. <laughs> why not? All right, Paul, I'll let you get back to what you're doing out there on Long Island. I'll get back to work in Scottsdale, and we'll meet up next week for another College Hockey Southwest Weekly podcast when we can finally, finally talk game week 
as the uh, Arizona State Sun Devils will face off against Mercyhurst. I am looking forward to it. All right, Paul, have a good week. We will see you next week, folks. Uh, get your podcasts and get locked in. Get to our uh, Twitter feed at College Hockey SW. Uh, make sure you're there so you can see our Twitter feed because a lot of our stuff goes up there as soon as it happens. Get to IceTimeHockeySW.com so you can actually follow along with everything that's going on. Final shout-out today is to uh, the guys at ACHA. I asked Coach Powers. You probably heard that. We did hear that. About the ACHA. He, uh, he, and I know this is going to get you, you old Sun Devil. He was going into the ACHA locker room today to remind them about Rivalry Week with the Wildcats coming up yeah. here this weekend. So it's going to be a fun. It's going to be a fun weekend. Who we say? Yeah. Well. All right, Paul Hornstein. Thanks for stepping in as always. We will talk next week. We'll see you next week.